Today is Sunday, May 30th, and I would like to introduce to some and let everyone that knows him that he is speaking today. It is our headship. It is 
Reverend David Gatling, who is the senior pastor of God's House of Salvation, which is based out of Washington, D.C. He's also my husband that I am deeply in love with, and I must say that, but he is also, more importantly, a man of God. So I'll just invite you to just take out your pens and paper, as well as take out your recording, sit back with your coffee and tea, and enjoy what thus says the Lord. So the next word that you will hear after my voice is that of Reverend David Gatling Sr., the senior pastor of this great branch of, I should say, digital services. That's what we're doing now, but also of our um, ministry, God's House of Salvation. Okay. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank God for my wife who has and a forerunner of this service, this worship service that we give unto the Lord. I give honor to God who's head of my life and to my wife who is the co-pastor of God's house of salvation. We uh, count it all joy and a privilege to be able to present the word of God, knowing that the word of God will go out and it will accomplish that which it is purpose for. And that return unto us, Lord. And so, therefore, we move forward in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost. The scripture reading that I will present today will be uh, Matthew 6, chapter, the 5th through the 8th verse. And it says, And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in, in the corners of the streets. That they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into that closet. Thou hast shut. Thy door pray to the Father, which is in secret, and thy Father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions, as the heathen do. For they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. Just for a few moments, I want you to consider the thought in the upper room. In the upper room. Yes, a metaphor. Metaphor of state of being a spiritual realm that we find ourselves in when 
interacting with the Almighty, interact with God, interacting with the one that we call upon, the one who we say, yeah, I'll walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil for God is with me. His rod and his staff comfort me. God is the one who prepares the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Under my head with oil in my cup runneth over. A comparison. It's a contrast. Where we are and where we need to go. You may know someone who seeks vainglory. You may have even cringed when people puff up themselves in self-promotion and idolatry that seeks self-gratification and nullified the witness of Jesus and the story of the gospel. Yes, I'm sure that somewhere, at some place, someone has tricked a nerve. And you ask, why? But have you ever asked yourself, is it me? Do I seek vainglory and take pride in self-glorification? The answer is an emphatic yes. Simply is part of our humanistic tendencies. It is the false gratification of knowing how. Why and by what means should we accomplish our goals? Yet it is the subconscious ignorance of the deterioration of our faith in God. Because it's no more that God lead me, guide me along the way, but it is what I have accomplished in this plight. It is I who travel this way. It is I who have labored tirelessly and now I will enjoy the fruits of my labor. So we have Matthew who wrote one of the synoptic gospels, the other gospels being Mark, Luke, and John. Is referred to as the synoptic gospel because they wrote about the same Jesus but from different perspectives. Matthew's perspectives was of the waiting coming Messiah. The Messiah who would deliver Israel out of the Roman Empire dominance. And when Jesus came, John the Baptist declared, I indeed baptize you with water. But he that comes after me is before me. He's mightier than I, 
whose shoes I cannot bear, he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Yet it is this trend in practice, this religious epithet that has grappled the children of Israel. Judaism, which is the stock that Christianity has taken root, yet was embezzled in a spiritual mischief. It was something about the coming Messiah that was absent from the equation. God delivered God's people from Egypt by the hand of Moses. Moses encountered the Almighty, the one whose hand moved to the great awakening of God's people, but something settled. Yet powerful, meaningful, and simply existential to this whole journey we call life. God cannot be contained, explained, arranged within our human confines. No, God cannot be hypothesized, immortalized, nor compromised into our scheme of unrealistic and unattainable power. With all the earthly science, all the earthly prowess, or the universe, the design world, the acknowledgement of self cannot even break the surface of the reality of God. So we find in the book of Exodus, reason Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they should say to me, what is his name? What shall I say unto them? It's recorded that the Almighty invited Moses to the upper room where the bush was burning, yet not consumed. And in the Hebrew tongue, or Hebrew interpretation says Moses Echa Echa I am that I am has sent you. This is what is called a transformation of the name of God for the purpose of pronunciation, but yet in reality God's name cannot be pronounced. It's impossible. The languages of God cannot be uttered. This brings us back to our scriptural message today. After the patriotic movement succeeding the period of imperialism and the prophetic cry of Jeremiah 
the forewarning of Isaiah, the visions of Ezekiel. And Daniel, there was a period of spiritual isolation, a time of the Maccabees when the abomination of the desolate had encamped the foresight of God. Not that humankind lacked the consciousness of God, but had utterly abandoned the consciousness of God. Commanded. Commandment never changed in the God of Eden. I am that I am. Commanded man, but of the tree. Of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of it for the day that you eat of this tree, you will die. The day that you seek your own truth, the day that you determine your own path of righteousness, the day that you rely on your own power. It becomes a foreign reality that our sensitivity to the living fruit of the spirit becomes null and void. That's why Jesus warns of vain prayer. Prayer to appear eloquent. Prayer that displays vocabulary knowledge. Prayer. They entertain rather than proclaim the glory of God. Prayer that is built on a sick and sin. It is the arrogant audacity to declare our own creation, disregard the Creator. It is the true one who has created us and not we ourselves. I invite you today, my brother and sister, to the upper room. This goes beyond prayer and it transcended into our very being. Selfishly, arrogant, vain, self-serving gratification of sinful flesh. To turn from all that is good, all that is right, all that is victorious. Orius, place ourselves on a false pinnacle, even having the breath of life cried out to prepare the rocket, to prevail the rocking of death. I invite you to the upper room. That's why Paul says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, ye present. Your body is a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. My brothers and sisters, it's utterly and urgently Press upon you. Though, as Paul said, I speak with the tongues of men and angels. Have not charity. 
I'll become as sound of brass or a tinkling simple. And though I have the gift of prophecies, understand all the mysteries and all the knowledge, and though I have all faith that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. Though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it's profiteth me nothing. Charity suffer long in his kind, charity envying it not. Charity wanting not itself, it is not puffed up, but not behave self unseemingly. Seeketh not her own is not easily provoked. Think of no evil, rejoice not in iniquity, but enjoyeth in the true charity. Operates in the upper room, is bear all things, believeth all things, hoping all things, endureth all things. Charity, which is love. Never faileth. Whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. Paul said, for we know in part, prophesied in part, but when that which is perfect come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. For we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know even as I am known. Now by this faith, hope, and love, these three, but the greatest is love. So we find ourselves nomadically seeking the mysteries of life because the answers are within the commandment of God. That commandment is love. Love with all your heart, all your mind, and all your spirit. Love your neighbors as yourself. It has to be love, not lust. Love, not lavish. Love, not lingering faith. Love is the key, and faith unlocks the door. Love will find a way out of no way. Man is destroyed in sin, doomed from salvation, scurrated from eternity without hope, light, or redemption. Then Adam said unto God, O Lord, take thou my soul, let more or remove me to some place where there is no darkness. The God, the Lord said unto Adam, Really I say unto thee, the darkness will pass from thee, 
Every day that I determined for thee until the fulfillment of my covenant, when I will save thee and bring thee back again to the garden into the abode of light thou longest for, wherein there is no darkness, I will bring thee to it in the kingdom of heaven. Again, God said unto Adam, all this misery that thou hast made to take upon thee because of thy transgression. But I not free thee from the hand of Satan and will not save thee. But I will, when I shall come down from heaven and become flesh of thy seed, take upon me the infirmities from which thou sufferest. Then the darkness that came upon thee this cave shall come upon me in the grave when I am in the flesh of that seed. And I who am without years shall become subject to the reckoning of years, of times, of months, and of days. And I shall be reckoned as one of the sons of man in order to save thee. Is this pinnacle of faith, knowing that you know without knowing. Moses will deliver you. Go tell them because though they know through creation have denied me through disobedience, but my power is undeniable, my reality. It's undeniable. My presence is unattainable. My power is unmatchable. My knowledge is unreachable. I am. I was. I will become the Almighty. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Whosoever believed in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's why Paul said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who's been in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in a fashion as a man he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross wherefore God also have highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every need shall bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father.
I heard him say, therefore, been justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. For whom also we have access by faith into the grace wherein we stand. And rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but with glory in tribulation also. Knowing that tribulation work of patience and patient experience and spirits hope and hope make it not a shame because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. And I heard the songwriter say, I was seeking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. Very deeply stained within, seeking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry, and from the waters lifted me. Now safe am I, or my heart to him I give, ever to him I cling. And his precious presence live, ever his praises sing. Love so mighty and so true, mirrors my soul's best song. Faithful love and service to him belong. Souls in danger look above, Jesus completely saved. He will lift you by his love out of his angry way. He's the master of the sea. Uh, Bill, his voice will obey. He your savior wants to be. He wants you to be saved today. Love lifted me when nothing else would help. Love lifted me. There is a place for all the weak. Where a place with all my soul will find peace. In the upper room with Jesus, all our cares and heartache cease. There is cooling water, the weary souls to rest. There is a balm in Gilead, a broken heart and heavy laden. This peace you will find in part. In the upper room, in the upper room. Come with me in the upper room, sitting at his nail-scarred feet, oh, which food, communion, fellowship, divine, and sweet. I heard somebody say, don't you want to go? Don't you want to go to me, with me, in my father's house, where there's love in my father's house? There's joy in my father's house. There's peace in my father's house. There's love in my father's house. Don't you want to go? Don't you want to go? Don't you want to go? Don't you want to go?
cover me in the upper room where there's joy, unspeakable joy. God bless you. May God keep you.